0: Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Tell It All, where we find hope for our struggles and have a safe place for our vulnerability. I'm your host, Doriani Godoy. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode. Guys, today is a good day. <laughs> I have such a good friend here with me, y'all. Her name is Nicole Alfred, and she's amazing. Y'all, her wisdom is amazing and her heart for Jesus is literally what we all strive for. So I am so freaking excited to have her on to just get to share her wisdom and get to talk um, and just have a conversation because literally all we like we talk all the time so might as well bring her on the podcast and have a conversation here so you guys can soak up some of the wisdom that she's given me um so hey Nicole yo <laughs> how's it <going? laughs> it's good I'm so happy you're here so the question that I'm gonna ask that I ask everyone is what was a really big thing God did in your life that forever changed your relationship with him so i to have you answer it and then we'll continue from there
1: Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's Mm -hmm. literally such a joy. You're a joy. And like you said, all of our conversations is like, I wish we just had a voice memo going on so we could talk about them and have other people have a little bug on the wall moment in our mm-hmm. conversation. So this is kind of like what it's going to be now. It just, just makes my heart so happy. So I definitely want to dive right in and say the biggest thing that happened that the Lord did um, was really when he introduced me to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was six years old, I got saved. So I grew up in a Christian household. It was one of those testimonies where someone can relate to it, but I – didn't have the Spirit speaking to me daily, filling me up with the power that I needed. And it wasn't until I was on a bus ride in Costa Rica, I went on a mission trip with Gateway Church, and David, my brother-in-law, who's also the pastor of the youth ministries, he told me about the Holy Spirit, and he just led this moment to where we could receive him. And I never said before that, I receive you, Holy Spirit. I received Jesus into my heart, and he was my Lord and Savior, but I never said, Holy Spirit, come have your way, teach me, guide me, lead me. And that was two years ago, so it was 2019, and... My life has changed so much since then. <laughs> a little snippet on my life before that, um, I wanted to go into nursing and do a uh, whole like pre-nursing with a major in nutrition. It was really what I was fascinated in. And then my life kind of changed when the Lord told me to stay. So I did call in um, our community college. And before you know it, I found myself interning with Gateway, really soaking myself in a ministry with the people around me. And the Lord just started blessing me from that one step of obedience. And ever since then, Mm -hmm. in that little bit of just receiving the Holy Spirit and day by day, learning to fill myself up with him and his power and letting the Spirit speak through me. My life's changed now. I met someone. I started dating them. Got engaged and married. So now, Austin, we love you. Yes, we love you, Austin. Just hit six weeks married. What? So coming out, just a really great time of those two years of being in a relationship were amazing, and now stepping into a season of marriage that will last forever is just the best thing and really exciting so definitely changed my life (laughs)
0: that's so good I think it's so funny because I think a lot of us wanted to go into nursing I was the exact same way like I was like I'm going into nursing and it's gonna be fine but I think it's so cool because I feel like in the sense we have like similar um Like stories in that because I wanted to go into nursing and everything. And then I felt like God was like, "Mm, that's not where I'm calling. Mm -hmm. So we need to walk away from that. (laughs) Um, And so it's like so good because I think sometimes. People um, like hear the Holy Spirit, yeah. and then they're like, I don't know if that's him, but a lot of times we need to pray, be like, God, can you guide us? Because let me tell you all, we did not choose nursing, mm-hmm. and our lives are better off because of it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> not because nursing is bad, but because our calling wasn't that, it's and it different. wasn't. Yeah, and when it when we follow um, exactly where God is mm-hmm. leading, it becomes so much easier because we're like, oh, hold on a minute, like this is more than I could have imagined, and like who knows we could be like taking like nursing exams
1: (laughs) right now (laughs) so stressed trying to get into nursing school right now (laughs) oh my gosh
0: i can't even imagine how hard that would be or like how that would have played out um shout out to all my nursing majors you guys are freaking killing it because yikes we're nursing um, it
1: in a different way we're mm. nursing the body of the church the oh, body of Christ. So there you go that's amen. Such way. amen take that's me such to the cross <laughs> <laughs>
0: carry your cross every day y'all it's important <laughs> um okay so one of the reasons that i brought nicole on was because obviously you're married and we love to see it your yes. marriage is beautiful Thank um you. and uh, six weeks yes that's it flew
1: it feels like it's been eight months it's crazy yeah time is going so slow but so fast i don't even know how to describe it (laughs) What a joy to be married y'all. Mm.
0: Mm. Um, well, when you're married to the right person.
1: <laughs> Amen. So we were like, well, <laughs> always wait, don't settle. <laughs> yes,
0: that's it. That mm, that's a fact. I love that. I love to I heard one time someone say like, grow your patience, mm-hmm. don't lower your standards. Uh, yeah. And
1: that was good.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm like, Preach. dang, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So the reason I brought Nicole on was because we were at brunch and <laughs> I was like, Nicole was preaching about all of her wisdom and something that is like hard for us as Christians. I would think is like to talk about sexual things. Talk mm-hmm. about you know, you know, like we all want to talk about purity, but no one wants to talk about the step after purity the hard or part. like, <laughs> yeah, the hard part. Um. And we just started talking about the stigma of it, of like how hard it can be to walk into marriage like not still believing that sex is a sin and not still believing that like you're doing something wrong for being intimate with your spouse mm-hmm. um, and you know we had a convert we had a lot of conversations about um, us who aren't you know don't even have a boyfriend and you know when we walk into that how hard that can be sometimes mm-hmm. because um, something that Nicole said was like you know your body doesn't know it's married
1: mm-hmm.
0: and ain't that a fact everybody does not know we're not married now <laughs> it was born to
1: be fruitful be fruitful and multiply
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly so um, I wanted her to share all of her wisdom with y'all about it and like really like you can take it whatever route you want but I would love for you to kind of just talk about you know what you've learned how you've gone about it and you know what was probably one of the most difficult things going into
1: marriage with it totally so I love it. Holy Spirit was flowing that brunch day. Yes, he was. (laughs) It was wonderful. I think sometimes the biggest thing, the biggest struggle that we have is we don't get to see sex for what it is, for the beautiful thing that it is until we get married. It's really one of those things. We don't really want to awaken that love before it happens. And that's the thing. Now we can turn on the TV, click on television, scroll on Instagram, and that love is awakened by what we see. Mm -hmm. And so with that, my love was awakened at a very young age. I was introduced to a lot of things in fourth grade, and my mind was blown. I was like, what is this? I don't understand this. I was so innocent. And with that came a lot of struggles. I had to learn how to let the Lord redeem my innocence, purify my mind again. Going into a relationship, though, I all I knew really was the world, the world's perspective of what your boyfriend should be doing, bringing you flowers, all those things. But I also really had a good upbringing. I saw how how much my parents loved each other. They show me so much. So it's not that I didn't see a good upbringing of what marriage should look like, and the health of it, and the importance of sex in a relationship, but I also had this view that the world tainted for me, mm. um, and with that, going into relationship, I had to lay a lot of that down <laughs> at the foot of Jesus, and so with all of that being said, I think right now, biggest thing is that our love has been awakened too soon, Um, And going into a relationship, we have worldly expectations, worldly standards, worldly feelings, honestly. And it wasn't until I got married, I remember praying and praying the week before I got married. My prayer was, Lord, I just wanted to be beautiful. I wanted to be innocent. And all I can say is that the moment we got married, it was like Satan had no more authority in that area of our life. Um, He... we we struggled, we weren't perfect, we remained pure, but it was hard, it's a fight to remain pure, and I think mm-hmm. that's also another thing, that the world's not willing to fight for what is valuable, they don't see sex as something valuable, they see it as something that is temporary happiness, and is just going to be semi-fulfilling, or mm-hmm. something that is just this emotional experience, which it is, but they don't see it as spiritual, which mm-hmm. is, it's a spiritual marriage, so... Those are all little things we can kind of dive into, yeah. little areas of it. I know I'm unpacking a lot about no, it, but I'm it is. I'm already like, wow,
0: ah. like it's so good. So I think something that, um so I've been asked multiple times, like, why are you a virgin? Like yeah. you're old, like whatever, which I'm, you're, I'm 21. Like yeah. that's not old. <laughs> uh, what? Um, but something that I tell people all the time is like, I don't think people understand that. Um, and I know we talked about this, that it is a yeah. covenant. Yeah. You know, you were saying you. what I remember you were like, you're getting married to every single person you have sex with, which is, uh. you know, like even if it's not maybe like on paper, but it's physically. And mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, I'm like, I don't want to become one with anyone else but my person like I don't want to become one with anyone who's not gonna value my body the way that it deserves to be valued and um and I think it's like such a hard time nowadays to have value in purity have value in um in waiting and I think waiting is beautiful I Mm -hmm. think it's a gift that we get to wait but I really really loved what you said about um um, ugh, crap I just blanked oh what you said about like our innocence is awakened mm. so early on and that is so true because our love like s- marriage has so many different things you know it has like love and selfish selflessness and Mm -hmm. you have you know you have to lay down your life for your spouse but there's also sex and all like you need to reproduce like Mm -hmm. how you going to reproduce you have sex yeah and so I think that a lot of people walk into their marriages and their or even their relationships with so much baggage of like that like innocence awakened so early on and so I think it's just like like it's such a beautiful way to look at it, and I I wonder what we have to do as Christians to protect our children's
1: mm-hmm. innocence. Yeah, you know something I always tell Austin is I'm like we will not forget how hard it was to be dating in a relationship, dating and engaged. Mm. It is hard and. For those out there who don't know me, my number one love language is physical touch. I want to be cuddled Same. morning, noon, night. I want to be like if we're in, talking in a conversation with other people, I want that hand around me. I want you holding hands. Like I yeah. want if we're sitting down at church service, I want that holding my hand or legs touching. Like that is my love language. I just feel so complete. we so similar. I know, right? <laughs> and it's funny because. There's all other love languages, but that is the most. And so Mm -hmm. with that comes something that ever since I was young is just like, I want to be so close. And I think it's something that we also have to learn is, with being filled by the Holy Spirit. So if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit and you're listening to this, that is something you step into. I would look into reading Romans, I think it's eight, um, and that is just talking about living your life by the Spirit and getting filled by the Spirit because <laughs> without Him, He is a part of God. It is mm. He is God. It is three parts in one. It's not Jesus and God and then the Holy Spirit, His Spirit. It's God, the Holy Spirit's his title. So with that being said, that is really important. And I find that when we are filled with the Holy Spirit and we ask the Holy Spirit to fill us, one of the powers that he gives us is Mm self-control. And so through our relationship, a lot of it was like, okay, we're struggling, it's hard, and self-control. Thank (laughs) you, Holy Spirit, for inserting yourself into this situation and knowing that with going outside what sex is we have to be aware of the boundaries Mm -hmm. so a lot of people are like if they don't know Jesus they don't know that sex is supposed to be in the container of marriage Mm -hmm. and so a lot of people will go around and they have sex with all different people because that's just what they knew they didn't know God they didn't know his word but with that, God says that sex is designed for a man and a woman, and it's something beautiful, and it, and that's really the covenant. Like you're talking about, how we we're talking about at brunches, um, we are creating a covenant. There's a shedding of blood, and it's it's like the Lord, when He sent His Son to die on the cross, there's shedding blood, and he rose from the dead, and there is that that new covenant that we have. God is really big on covenants. <laughs> yeah, it's very important to He does him. the same thing. He created us, man and women, with these features to where there's a shedding of blood, there's a covenant, and it's this beautiful seal on marriage. And we just don't see that anymore. I mean, we can take it really religious, but we're not about religion here, about no. a relationship. Yeah. So there's the honesty and grace. And I think a lot of people out there, they need to know that, If you have awakened your love before it's time, someone awakened it for you, something happened to you, you did that, you didn't know, God redeems. Mm -hmm. Like He is the redeemer for a reason. If he can take away our sins, then he is more than capable of taking away our shame as well. Mm -hmm. And so going into marriage, I remember just praying and he fulfilled it. And it was just that I wanted what, Austin, I had to be something beautiful and special, what it was. Mm. Sex is supposed to be something beautiful. It's a gift that God gave us. That's why he wants us to protect it. If it wasn't important, if he was just like, go be fruitful and multiply and demand it, and it's just this reproductive process, why would he give us pleasure in it? Mm -hmm. And so with those being being said, those things being said, and the understanding that okay, now I know that sex is supposed to be in the container of marriage. Um, I know it's something beautiful. Um, it's a matter of finding a partner who also reflects those same things, that same interests. And you brought up a really good point talking about like having someone respect you and respecting your standards. I'm mm. totally blanking on how you said it because it was so on. intricate. <laughs> but I love. Wait, at it. bruncher right now.
0: Uh, could have been before. Well, I, I don't know who said like, I think yes. it was you who said it though. It was, me. It was like so. find someone who protects your pur- purity, not just respects it.
1: See, I heard someone say maybe it was Olivia. Maybe she oh, said it. Maybe, but maybe. I was like, there's such a difference because I talked to a lot of guys in high school. A lot of them were willing to come to church with me, but not a lot were willing <laughs> to go that extra mile. Let me tell to you, ladies, about, my about <laughs> that.
0: Um, I'm willing to come to church with you, <laughs> ladies. When you're done with him, he will not come back to church most of the time. Yes, like just when know that over. his really yeah. <laughs> just know that his relationship with God needs to be all about God and not about oh well. If I go to church with her, then that'll make her happy. Yeah, just. I just wanted to put that a little in because yes. I feel like people forget that sometimes. But yeah. sorry, you were saying.
1: Well, and I I think that leads into a really big factor is a lot of people are like, okay, Nicole. Well, like, how did you get that? Like, how did you set your standards? Mm-hmm. How did you like get to a place where you're like, I found a man who completes my standards. Like, there's not a lot of fish in the sea that are like that to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, ultimately, my dad he sat me down sophomore year and he told me to make a list of everything that i wanted at a guy and i was like everything <laughs> are you Dad? Like, sure? like what do you mean what dad <laughs> i meant
0: dad not god Sorry, yeah. but both they work together <laughs>
1: <laughs> those people who are like daddy god and i'm <laughs> like okay <laughs> yeah see that
0: one's a little too far
1: <laughs> a little too far for me i'm like I understand, father. Father is good. (laughs) I'm still working on daddy. (laughs) I'm definitely not
0: working on it. We're just not gonna accept it into our vocab.
1: (laughs) Daddy, we're taking it too far. Yeah. Anyway, so my dad sat me down. It was sophomore year, and he told me to make that list. So I did. So right then and there, we literally sat down and we came up with these things called. There's boulders, rocks, pebbles. So Mm -hmm. the biggest boulder, ladies, gentlemen, is they have to have a relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. If you're not equally yoked, God's not like, oh yeah, missionary date because it might work. Like, Yeah, they could come to know Christ, but it's going to make it so much harder and your kids are going to struggle with it and you don't know if they're going to come to Christ. That is Mm -hmm. not a guarantee that you have and it's not something you can force because you're going to be forced thinking in missionary dating, meaning that you're going to date someone from a different religion or no religion, they're atheist or agnostic, um, thinking that they're going to come to Christ. It is not what we can do. It's only what the Lord can do. So you can shine your light, but not until they truly receive the Lord and are walking in it. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest boulder. And I found that that was something that I saw in Austin was like, boom. Like, that is the most attractive thing you can do. So if there is that, that's the biggest thing. They have to have that. That's like a must-have. That's not a want. That's a must. Um, So that's like period Done with that mm-hmm. now that that's out of the way <laughs> You're like, okay remember. so
0: we confirmed that you have a good relationship with God and I think that that's one of the things that I think is so hard for some people to grasp is the fact that like y'all people if he does not if he's not led by the Holy Spirit he's not gonna know like how I, not not how to treat you but like how to pray for you how to yeah. like guide you to Jesus because his response when you come to him shouldn't be like how can I fix it it's no no no, no. how can we how can God fix it and like yes. how are we going to attack it and I mm-hmm. think um it's a it's a relationship where you say okay you know what like if you guys have a disagreement or anything it's like it's not us it's us against the problem like mm-hmm. us three so like us as my wife my husband like not mine but like <laughs> wife husband and God how yes. can we attack the problem it's not like you know both of the spouses fighting against each other the palm in the middle and then both yeah. of you not communicating like and not having god and so when one of you has god you have the discernment of the holy spirit yeah. but when the other one doesn't they don't and it's so it's yeah <laughs> so you have to you're basically battling that battle by yourself yeah. like that spiritual battle where the enemy is coming mm-hmm. towards your marriage towards your children towards everyone that's coming like you're by yourself (laughs) like this battle is hard yeah
1: fighting this guy over here (laughs) he doesn't know how to treat you (laughs) yeah
0: exactly or even if he treats you right like Mm -hmm. let's say he was raised right you know Mm -hmm. like he he brings you flowers he's intentional he does truly love you Mm -hmm. but when it comes to the holy spirit when it comes to relationship with god you have to have someone who has it all Mm -hmm. you know and like buying flowers can be taught
1: Like, honestly,
0: buying flowers, intentionality, that all can be taught, Mm -hmm. but you can't teach someone to have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like, you can't
1: do that. That's not our our job. You can't be the Holy Spirit for someone either. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can be the power of the Holy Spirit, and like, He can speak through you, but the Holy Spirit will speak, speaking to them is so crucial, like, I know there are times where Austin and I will get in a disagreement and I'm like, I am right. And he's like, I am right. And then,
0: <laughs> and you're like, well, one I'm of us like, has to be wrong.
1: <laughs> it's probably you. I'm <laughs> 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 Most times he says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry first, but the Holy Spirit, he'll just take a second, pause, breathe. And I'm like, he is asking the Holy Spirit what to say. Mm. Like it is not him what he's about to say. And the next thing that comes out of his mouth is like, babe, I'm so sorry. I just want to know I don't want to treat you like this. And I'm like, whoa, Holy <laughs> Spirit is moving here. And it's not him. And like he can tell you on our, no, it wasn't our first day. It was he sat me down and told me that he liked me. And I would never had a guy sit me down and say, hey, I just want to tell you, I don't want to mislead you. I don't want to um, think, make you think that I'm playing you. I like you and I really want to keep getting to know you so I'd love to like really sit down with your parents and like actually have a relationship with your family if that's possible like and I just want to know how you feel and if you'd like want to go out with me too knowing that I like you and I was blown away I was so blown away actually in that moment that halfway through my talk back spiel because I was like oh my gosh it's so amazing like I love that so much I forgot to tell him that I liked him too (laughs) and he was just sitting there like a poor puppy dog like is this just a really bad breakup friendship zone like sorry you got friend zoned like he literally halfway through was like like just staring me out and I was like, "Why is he staring at me?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I like you too." And, <laughs> and he's like, "Sorry like, for making you." I was late. like, "Yeah, I I I really like you too. If that wasn't obvious, but I'm not playing you either. I do like you." <laughs> wow, honestly, so. I'm
0: kind of speechless because that blows my mind.
1: Like, Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I know,
0: literally, and that's uh. So something I've been saying lately is like kingdom marriage, um, and that's I great. was like, just thinking about what you were saying and like. The, the fact that he assured you, like, hey, we're not playing games. Yeah. I think that, number one, that shows so maturity, good. that shows growth, that shows, oh like, God. everything that he needs from, like, you. Mm-hmm. And also, you can move it if you want. Okay, You're good. Yeah. Thank
1: you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but what, something, I guess it's just, like, because I look up, like, I look up to you a lot in mm-hmm. your marriage. I um And, like, I've learned so much from you. Literally yesterday... I was, like, like I said, I was looking at the kingdom marriage, and I have a journal for my husband Mm -hmm. that I, like, write in it, and I just kind of, like, talk to him, but I always just, like, update him Mm -hmm. with my life, Mm -hmm. and then, um, last night, I was praying for him, like, genuinely felt like I was Mm -hmm. going to war, like, I, like, started praying, and I was, like, God, I just pray for my husband, I pray for him kingdom marriage, I pray, like, I pray for any, like, um, Like, any darkness, anything that might be coming towards Mm -hmm. us in our marriage and our relationship to Mm -hmm. just be broken. And, like, I put the song Tremble, and I sang it really. Like, I was singing it, and I was like, God, I just declare this, like, over our marriage. Like, let the darkness run. Mm -hmm. Like, you are the light. Let you be the lamp to our feet.
1: I'm going to start praying right now. I'm like, (laughs) let's pray for your future husband right
0: now. (laughs) Let's do it afterwards, because I'm down. (laughs) But I just wanted to, like, I wanted to say that to you late, like, to say that to you, because Mm -hmm. I know we hadn't talked about it. I was like, I want to talk about it with Nicole before i leave mm-hmm. um but i wanted i felt like the holy spirit told me to share it because ladies y'all have to do the same thing mm-hmm. like i think at times we forget that like our husband needs our prayers yeah and our wives need our prayers like not ours why did you sing ours mm-hmm. uh, y'all's wives need yeah. your prayers um, <laughs> those men out
1: there yeah your wife she needs <laughs> you right now yeah <laughs> she does
0: and i think i think at times we'll be like oh god like just you know i hope he's having a great day or whatever but no y'all need to go to battle for your husbands for your significant others y'all because The enemy is real. He -hmm. is real. And Mm -hmm. if he sees you running after Jesus, he sees your husband running after Jesus, he's coming after both of y'all separately Mm -hmm. because he is going to stop what he can to not bring y'all together because he believes that he's stronger than God. And that's not true. But like, you got to go to battle for him. Even if you don't know him, God does. And God knows who you're praying for and who you're Mm -hmm. battling for. And so um, if you begin to pray for your husband and your children from the get-go, from right now until you like... Get married until you meet them. Yeah. Y'all, I promise you, God is going to be like, yep, that you battled for this. Like, you literally went to war. Yeah. And I think that we forget how
1: crazy the enemy is and, like, how much of a killer he is. He, want, he wants to still kill and destroy you. Mm-hmm. He, he Like, that's all he wants. It's like, he has no good thoughts for us. Yeah. None. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's like, I got a whole sea full of <laughs> grains. Like, he yeah. will give you all of them but then me he doesn't want that for you at mm-hmm. all. So that is so good. Preaching. <laughs> so good. I love it. Yeah, so it's just um
0: it's good stuff like Yeah. Uh, marriage I feel like would is going to be for me so beautiful. It is so beautiful for you, but I think a lot of people forget how hard it is. So something that I would love for you to talk about like continue to elaborate in the fact that Um, You know, if girls are like, well, what do I do, Nicole? Like, I know I cut you off on your list. So if you want to talk about the next steps in your
1: list. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty straightforward. Biggest thing, loves God, biggest boulder. I mean, it has to be there. Two side-by-side rocks that I put in place are, he's got to make me laugh. We've got to have that relationship in the sense of friendship mm-hmm. one of the top four things that a guy needs to statistically is in every guy's top four it's not everyone's but it statistically apparently is for every guy what he wants in a woman is to be their friend friendship mm-hmm. is so big so if you're not friends with them it's going to be really hard to get out of that emotional state once you realize that that's kind of it's not always there yeah. like you have to be okay with being their friend but with friendship to me is making me laugh. Like I love to laugh. Mm. I love it when people laugh at my jokes. <laughs> you know, and like I'm not funny all the time, but Austin is always sure. You are pretty to be, funny. Oh, oh, you're sweet. <laughs> Austin's always sure <laughs> to like giggle and, you know, <laughs> laugh and just make me feel special. And I think that's mm. a really big rock. So that's my second biggest rock. I put third biggest, but it's really equal with being funny, is they have to be easy on the eyes. Mm. I have to be attracted to you at first, or else it's just not going to work. Like, no. if I'm not attracted to you, how am I supposed to lay in bed in front of you at night when we're married and suddenly yeah. be like, well, where I'm attracted to you? Like, no, yeah. it doesn't work like that. Like, I have to be like, okay, like, yeah, I could I could see myself with you. doesn't mean that they <laughs> yeah. have to have the biggest muscles or, yeah. you know, the best smile. But... If you can't get lost in their eyes, then it's going to be really hard to form that intimacy. Like, you can grow intimacy, sure, but you really want to, like, have that. It's just something so beautiful and special. It's not 100% necessary. I know there are cases without it. Austin's eyes were open, like, or my eyes were open to Austin. I saw him on platform, and he was singing, and I was like, Holy Spirit, what is happening? This man just, looks got so attractive to me. (laughs) (laughs) obviously he's a worship leader so I'm fitting that stereotype of like the girl who's like oh my gosh that worship leader is so cute but he really was but at first when I met him I wasn't like thinking about how cute he was Mm. thought about how good of a leader he was but then the lord like really opened my eyes and I was like not that he had to show me how handsome he was but my eyes were open to see you like romantically yes and i I was like i'm for you (laughs) (laughs) i want you like hey look at me yes exactly so (laughs) with those big three rocks obviously the biggest boulder relationship with the lord funny easy on the eyes Mm. All that laughter and stuff. Then it comes the pebbles. And these I call pebbles because you can easily exchange them. You yeah. know, it's not necessary, but it would be really great if they were there. Yeah. So Wait,
0: before you go into your pebbles, I want to yes. talk about one of your big rocks. So yes. you said friendship. Yeah. So let's jump into. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> because I think I think people don't understand how important it is that he needs to be your best friend, but a totally. healthy best friend. Yes. Um, and I also want to talk about. The fact that people forget that love is a choice. Yes. It's not just a feeling.
1: Yes, that is something. Yes, I wrote about that uh, the other day um, on Instagram. I made a post mm-hmm. about um, how love is good. Y'all should go follow her. Plug her Instagram right now. <laughs> it's, good. it's good. It is Austin. So Austin and I have combined accounts. We both like to run it. I did just post a story. It was a picture of both of us in front of a mirror. And I said a brief story from Nicole. <laughs> I didn't want Austin to think that he was like forced to comply with the words that I was <laughs> saying. <laughs> to agree. Yeah, I was like, well, this is a this is story for me. So I basically just talked about how love is a choice. Austin and I's marriage has been amazing. Like when it comes down to it, they say that you should have 10 positives for every negative. And I feel like we have 50. Aww. Like it's amazing. We just are... Like I said, that strong foundation is so good. Foundation was always in it. Yes, it's just, he's there all the time. And so with that, there are times though in the morning where you have to decide, am I going to be loving or am I going to be selfish? And I think the biggest thing in marriage is that we want what we want. I mean like it's mm. it's our nature. It's our sinful nature is just to be selfish. Yeah. We're like I want it. That's mine. Don't take that away from me. Yeah, <laughs> and like, that's just I don't want to share. Exactly. So it's not like a bad thing at all. It's just the reality of our nature and being that we have to like fight against that. We have to fight against our selfish ways, meaning that love's a choice not just for us to make that choice, but we have to choose them. And so what I talked about was basically that a lot of times we go into a disagreement, argument, obstacle, struggle, however you like to label it. I don't really like to say argument because we don't really argue i hate yelling so <laughs> that's one thing whenever i do raise my voice i just i'm like immediate guilt so i try and keep You're it like, to I'm a sorry, lower I level mean, i didn't
0: mean to bring it up. Notch. i'm
1: so sorry i just start like crying <laughs> and he, that doesn't get us anywhere so i feel like i'm definitely gonna be a crier i'm uh, just so emotional oh yeah so well i didn't think i was that emotional until i got married and i was like man a series that i listened to is unpack the vows tim ross nine mm. s- nine week sermon series amazing i know i need changed to listen to it. my life on marriage if you're not married it teaches you about marriage and how to have a marriage if you don't want to get married it gives you advice so you can tell your married friends actual good truth and then if you mm. are married it just hits you in every which way did you from say even angle. your
0: mom who has like an amazing yes. marriage was like bro this just changed my life yeah
1: yeah <laughs> She just hit 30 years married, and she's Mm -hmm. like, I'm still learning things, which is another thing. It's like I learned so much from them. But one of them is love is a choice, and there are times where you wake up and you, you are maybe a little more grouchy. You want to sleep in an extra five minutes, but your husband is getting out of bed, and he's hopping in the shower, and then you know that he has to be out of the door in 15 minutes, and he won't have time to make himself breakfast. So you do... Make Making breakfast because you want that you you're choosing to serve you're choosing to love like obviously that's just a small example but especially in that's a disagreement a example. thank you in a disagreement there are times where I'm like I am right and he's like I am right you know ultimately in our minds we're like I am not budging on this yeah but when I say instead of saying I want it my way this is going to be like we are finishing this conversation and it's uh, it's going to end with. You were right. I'm sorry. (laughs) Instead of like focusing on that, choosing to say, okay, how can I love you right now? And how Mm. can I apologize for what I apologize, need to apologize for? Um, And how can I love them right now? And choosing to love them. Like love is a choice. I don't love everyone. hence why I'm not married to every single person that I see is like, I love people, but I, it was a different kind of love for my husband. Just like. They're like, I think there's like five Hebrew words for the, or Greek words for love. It's like agape and all of these things. I'm like, if I knew them all, I'd be spitting them out, but (laughs) I don't. So I'm not going to act like I do. I don't know them. So So that'll be homework research (laughs) for everyone. (laughs) Um, But I find that a lot of times in the morning, we just wake up and we want it our way. So it's just choosing that, oh yeah, there's another person here, which is... Technically, since we're one, it's you. This is what Pastor Timorant says. He's like, it's you looking at you from behind you, from beside you, all around you, telling you what not to do, which makes you upset. Like, he just, like, talks about how you are one, so it's hard, like... A lot of people say the first like one two years of marriage are the hardest, but right now, I mean, from what I can tell, the six weeks it's been great. But it, there's definitely been times where Austin sits me down. He's like, "I just want to tell you, this, this, this," and I'm like stabbed mm-hmm. by how hard it hits me because I don't. I want to be perfect. I don't want to make any mistakes. Which is me just being a one Annie Graham type. <laughs> I hate making mistakes, but yeah, being realistic with ourselves, just like. We are not perfect. Marriage is not perfect. Your marriage isn't going to be perfect. Sorry, bubble burster. Yeah. And it's going to be hard. You're going to have a disagreement, but it it can be easy in the sense that like if we're humble, if we choose love, if we lay down our lives in the sense that like we give up our own pride, things will go better. What I say is typically when we're arguing, you're on a different page than I'm on. And I'm trying Mm. to get you on my page. So if you're not listening to why you should be on my page, I'm going to raise my voice. I'm going to get sassy. I'm going to throw out everything I can to get you on my page. Instead Mm. of maybe just flipping over, taking a look at their page, seeing why they're coming from there, loving them anyway, laying down our life, choosing to be humble. And then... Like, it's not that you have to give up your page, but you close the book and you say, like, let's look at this issue as it's in front of us. You're not the issue. The issue is right here. Now let's stand side by side and look at it together instead of putting the issue in front of each other's faces and yelling at the issue and then getting mad at them when it's really the problem that's at hand that we need to solve, which also comes with picking a good Spouse. <laughs> Husband, Back wife. Back to the root. The real root is like, you also want to find someone who's compatible with you in the sense mm-hmm. that like they have similar morals and values, so... That's a whole nother conversation.
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, we can have it because I feel like people need to hear it. But no, that's so good. I love hearing just like your perspective on it because um, the page, I think, was so good. Like, you know, you're looking even disagreements with people in general. Like, let's yeah. let's like not just look at marriage, but like we're always like get on my page. You know what? I Like, You I'm right. Like, you're yeah. wrong. I'm right. <laughs> and so being able to close, like you said, close that book and say, you know, what? Forget each other's pages. Let's come and teamwork it. Yeah. Let's do this together. Let's totally. fight hard for what we think is necessary um, right now. And so that's so good. And mm-hmm. I think like you like it helps that you guys are friends. Yeah. Too.
1: Oh yeah. It's like they you're gonna be with them for however long. So you want to be their friend. You don't want to just go through life being like you're my lover. I'm like why don't be my best friend, lover, mm-hmm. friend times million surfing Mm. buddy you know go to the beach vacation road trip like you want that it's ultimately our desire is to be best friends it's like that's why we choose each other yeah Yeah,
0: so um okay something that the holy spirit just like was like ask her this um y'all sorry if we're like all over the place but honestly this is so good like everything we're just like picking so much and i love it choose what you want so good um (laughs) romanticizing something so you know how people like romanticize relationships friendships like but especially relationships I think at times we have a really hard time romanticizing a guy instead
1: of who he really is so do you have any advice about that yes the first thing that came to my head was when you talk about romanticizing a guy and you just think of like what does that look like They're head over heels. They're all you can think about. They're all you dream about. Like you think about them so you can go to bed at night. Like Mm -hmm. all those things. That's really what we're trying to get down to is like admiring, almost idolizing. And that's really what like I kind of want to pick from that to start with. Let's go. Was there is a commandment says, do not have any other gods before me. I think it's like. One of the first. Yeah, I think if it's... If it's not. I'm like, I, I haven't done like, my Bible reading in that area in a while, but I'm pretty sure it's I'm, up there.
0: Yeah, it's... I think... Well, the first one is don't take God's
1: name in vain. Yes. Something but like that. I don't know. I don't know really what number. Whatever. I'm it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter the order. It's the, in the top it's, ten. It's important. That's <laughs> there all you There is no to know. one, two, three. They're all important. So, hence... Exactly. A commandment in the Bible is that we should not have any other gods before... God himself and God as in little g so with that being said there are a lot of times where we go into a relationship and we either really want like you know the world tells us all these things like it's gonna buy you flowers and be there and cuddles and kisses and all the things that like we really want yeah. and we're like I really want that but Austin <laughs> three months into our relationship sat me down we're like about to hit our three month and I'm like I've I've already semi said I love you to this guy, like on accident. I want I wanted to be him. Hey, three
0: months is a pretty good time. Thank you. Yeah, like I
1: don't think that's too fast. Yeah. Thanks, Uh, but we also did kiss before we started dating. (laughs) Is this that physical touch? We love the transparency. Exactly transparent. (laughs) We are like. I mean, I'm. I'm like. I know people who have in our marriage. I wanted to smooch on my first date. You're like, come here. Yeah, I was like, get (laughs) over here, you cutie. And he was like, we should wait. And I was like, okay, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I love. See, that's (laughs) him having the Holy Spirit because, like, as a guy, a guy would've been like, yes. Why don't you come over here, my lady? Why aren't you... Why are
0: you so far from me? Yeah, Yeah. cuddle up, you know, under
1: one blanket, you know?
0: That's why I tell people all the time, like, you have to have the same morals. Oh, yeah. Because um, (laughs) if you don't, one of you
1: is going to slip, and then the other one's going to take the bait. Exactly. Period. (laughs) Amen. You got to have each other's best interests in mind. So, going back, um, about to hit our three-month, I'm like, I really like this guy. Let a... Let me just put a little snippet for you guys to hear some backstory. Is I have never had a true boyfriend before Austin. I didn't date anyone in high school. There were a lot of guys, a lot of situations, men, <laughs> situationships for sure. Um, just nobody who was like, Nicole, will you be my girlfriend? And I was, that never happened, um, which the Lord was obviously protecting me. But I broke my heart in other ways. Mm. <laughs> you don't have to date someone for them to break your heart. That's a fact. <laughs> yes. So... Uh, about to hit her three months, and we're sitting in the car, and he just brings up to me, he's like, I just want to make sure this is something, and he's so, this is the Holy Spirit, obviously, he's amazing, I cried anyway after he told me, Um, but in his first relationship, he had a relationship when he was 18, um, for about six months, ended up being long distance, but in it, um, he really idolized her, he just, Mm -hmm. like, put her on a pedestal, and just, like, not that god he didn't love god but he kind of put god on the side in comparison to like how much he thought about her was with her like and it's all he thought about he was truly idolizing kind of like what we do with our phones or people or a feeling relationship whatever you want to put in place of god who deserves our priority there's not priorities isn't a word it's priority you know Mm. like there's only one and so he sat me down, told me that, and I was like, you know, obviously, I my wanting to be perfect self, <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm You're sorry. Like, I, love I I didn't realize I was putting him above God. I just, I just naturally kind of started shifting him there because I was ultimately it's what you worship, and I was really worshiping him. I just, mm. I loved him. I loved being around him. I thought about him. I texted him, and so I gave it some time, but. Few days later, he, that's when he told me he loved me, Aww. and it ended up being a really sweet moment. But that's what I would say to all the people out there who are um, struggling with the idea of a boyfriend, the idea of a girlfriend, and they they're like, I just really want that. Well you really need to find the right person first. Mm -hmm. And with that, once you do, it's going to be really easy to want to put that person as the first, the foremost, the most important thing in your life, because they like you, you want to make sure they know. So you're flirting and you're trying to just tell them in every single way, or you're six months into a relationship and you just really love them so much that, you know, you got all these feelings and hormones, all the
0: butterflies, all those
1: butterflies that he gives you. But Ultimately, when we put God first, that's when everything else falls into place. And that's the last thing that I left off in my Instagram post about love is a choice is life. It's not that, you know, we can't go throughout life with having God as our number one and still having good life. But it's so much sweeter when he is because he's always watching out. Things just go smoother. His hands upon it. And it's that trust in our heavenly father that we know i'm going through something right now but it's building my faith because he's teaching me so much and he's got my best interest even if i even if i die Mm. i'm going to heaven i'm get to be with him for eternity he's got my best interest in mind god my heavenly father so i think that's ultimately where it comes down to but it's learning to love the god like our heavenly father over the idea or the actual person a boyfriend or girlfriend Yeah, it makes
0: me feel so encouraged to like hear you say that because I know you, I know Austin and I know y'all's heart for God. I know like how led you are by the Holy Spirit and I think sometimes it's hard to realize like who, like that people struggle and something that I have always talked to God about is I would tell him, I'm like, God, I don't ever want to put anyone above you because I um, got saved and I haven't had a relationship, like I've never had a godly man pursue me Mm -hmm. and I've never had a godly man like, I've never dated one, mm-hmm. and so um, I used, I always tell God, I'm like I I'm like I don't I want to be ready, you know, and I tell him I'm like. Yeah. I what if I put don't put you first like what if I like make a mistake what if I idealize like this guy like what if I make that mistake and so it makes me feel really encouraged to hear mm-hmm. you say that like Austin was actually like hey babe you're kind of we're kind of doing this I like, know you
1: like me <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I do yeah and he
0: was like well but you need to like God more and so yeah. I think that makes me so encouraged because totally. I know that when God brings me that person mm-hmm. if I do have that mess up if i do have that step in the road and i like trip i have that person to say hey babe like i love you a lot and i like i know you love me but if god is not before you this relationship's not going to prosper yeah and there's so much like excitement to be able to look in the future and say okay my husband is gonna truly guide me straight to god every single time yeah so good mm-hmm. i love
1: good it good stuff okay uh. tell me about
0: your the rest of your
1: um list Oh, yes, the pebbles. The pebbles. So with that, <laughs> um, I put pebbles on my list that were, I'm an athletic person. I like playing sports. I like playing games. Mm. I wanted someone who was athletic. I wanted someone who was tenacious. <laughs> and I just started going on and my dad and I were there and I, he was like, Studious, loves his mom like Mm. cares respectful kind and that's just where you can kind of spit out all of these pebbles all those good things that you're like I would really want that Uh, respectful kind uh, responsible hard worker um, not afraid to um, get his hands dirty like he's a handyman like that was just something I was like I want them to be a man yeah I don't want them to just be like no, you can do it. I'm like, I'm a yeah. pretty strong girl. I want a strong man, Yeah, you know? Preach. And so those are just like things I was like, these are things that I really, really would love to see. I play tennis. I was like, It'd be bomb if he played tennis, <laughs> you know, I'd just be like so attracted to them. Well, fast forward, I get a boyfriend, um, my freshman year of college going into my freshman year of college. And I made that list sophomore year. I can attest to, every single thing on my list God put more he answered everything so much so that on my wedding day when my dad was giving the most beautiful father of the bride speech like it was just hands down the best speech of my entire life it was Mm -hmm. gorgeous um in that he talked about you know all these things and he listed out Every single one of those things that I put on there, was, I think it came out to like 21, wow. 21 different things, including the three from above. And they were like, you know, athletic and all those yeah. things. Love is his mom, but he's not a mama's boy in the sense that he just like cries to his put mom and like, yeah. And yeah thinks that his mom's, like, better than me. I'm like, why? I'm your wife, you know? <laughs> please, don't, please don't compare. Yeah. That's not what we are. I haven't been married for that long. Yeah, She's exactly. been married for 30 years now, you know? Yeah. But um, I had all those things on my list. And in the beginning, when I was, like, really wanting a boyfriend and I felt like I was ready, which I probably wasn't, but um, I was, like, open to it. And I'm in the beginning, I met some guys – godly guys and they had a majority of them Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like bad but it was like majority yeah but they weren't the one yeah yeah (laughs) then god comes on he's like boom austin and i was (laughs) like whoa that's everything and more and i will add that he does play tennis so Uh And not just, like, he can play, like, he can play. Oh, my gosh. We actually get to have, like, good rallies together. And, like, we play pickleball now. So, wow. see, the Lord, he knows what he's doing. He maps it all out. Something I like to say is only he holds the map. Mm. Sometimes you just got to trust that. When he says don't walk that way, you're like, there could be a tiger in that jungle. I don't want to go through that wilderness Sahara Desert. (laughs) Like, you know, but yeah, God, he's definitely got our best interests in mind. So I know that when God created Austin and God created me, like he, he had us in mind, like we made Austin, he had me in mind knowing like, okay, well, I want them to have that together. And I think that the Lord does something really special with that. Not that it's always going to be like that, but they, God when we pray for it as well like Mm -hmm. we also say like lord i really would love that um this is something on my list and i'm taking time out of my day to say lord i won't lower my standards he's like bingo you Mm -hmm. got it just be patient i got you and like instantly the lord's like boom Mm -hmm. done (laughs) then your
0: patience never lower your standards yes (laughs) y'all i know like trust me i'm a single girl and i have not been in a relationship in a long time but getting to hear like what you're saying and i mean y'all like make your list like and pray over it it's not just make your list put it in a notebook and store Mm -hmm. it away no like you need to literally pray about it be like Mm -hmm. god this is what i believe the desires of my heart need and so i need you to show up how you know how to show up yeah. and you get you can even ask him like god if there's anything else you need me to add tell me because yeah. i'll add more stuff to it like yeah. whatever you want and i think that that's something that my best friend one time told me she said dory um i thought i wanted all these things but also god exceeded them yeah. She was like, he has more than I could have ever asked for, things I didn't even know I needed, yeah. and yet he still has them. Mm-hmm. And so what a gift that our Heavenly Father knows our hearts. He knows our desires. He knows exactly what we need in a relationship, in a marriage, yes. in a friend. And it's just like what a gift marriage is to you, to the people around every like everybody, like mm-hmm. if it's orchestrated by him. And um, I just want to encourage y'all, like I have heard – so many people who have had real Christian relationships that are completely God led and they're happy. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not easy, like marriage is not easy, relationships are not easy, but when it's completely God led, when he is all in your business, he's it's gonna be everything. Your his hand is gonna be yeah. on your marriage because you know, that's the beauty of God is when you let him in, he floods you with his Preach. presence
1: overflow
0: that cup lord (laughs) Mm -hmm. good stuff so good um is there anything else you want to share
1: a little bit uh Mm. when we're talking i just i felt like you said like people get to see your marriage and we're just like kind of like talking about that like literally a minute ago and um something that is really important that i learned from the Tim Ross message <laughs> series, go check it out. Unpack the vows. I'm saying it again. Yes, it's good. You'll learn a lot. Um, but he talks about what marriage is and what it looks like. And marriage is one of the biggest representations for us as Christians, um, to see what God is like in his marriage between the church. Like they say, like men lay down your life um, to your, like husbands late down your life to your, your wives um, like Christ did for the church and it's such a good picture yeah. and I think we forget just what marriage is like we can get so familiar with the day-to-day marriage or the day-to-day like wanting a boyfriend or wanting a girlfriend that we forget like the real meaning of it like why God gave it to us like the picture mm. of a father the picture of a mother the picture of a husband and a spouse and all of the details that go along with it so I would just recommend going and listening to that message because it he does much better justice than I give it <laughs> to it but the picture of marriage is just so important um, another mm. thing that was on my mind was um, asking you i'm sure you've talked about it before but um are there any thoughts or questions coming from someone who's single that you have anything else left on your heart wanting to ask a married person like any door any avenue anything else that's on your heart wow thanks for
0: asking yes because i literally like um was gonna like ask you questions i was like okay is there anything else you want to share before i like jump into it but one thing i will say about what you just said um I just, it makes me so in awe of who God is. Like, um, because marriage and relationships has just been something that has been coming up a lot in my life mm-hmm. as a single person. Like I'm just so thankful for my mm-hmm. single season and obviously like ready when God is to like mm-hmm. bring that person. But yeah. um that image that you were describing, I also talked to my mentor and we were talking about it and um, we were talking about how, you know, we are engaged to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then when Jesus comes back, yeah. that's when he's going to marry us. Yes. It's going to be freaking amazing. And so she says that when you look at a like, a wedding, and you see, like, the bride coming down to the groom, like, that's God waiting for us, and Mm -hmm. so we get to see how God, like, a lot of husbands cry, and they're excited, and all this stuff, like, that's how excited God is to get to reunite with us, and, like, you know, he cries, he's excited, he's jumping up and down, like, what a gift that we get to see God as, like, our husband like literally I was telling like last night when I was praying I was like I'm freaking engaged to Jesus I'm like (laughs) this is amazing and like you know it sounds weird because he's our father but we truly are like as a church we are Mm -hmm. engaged to him we're gonna be married to him forever Mm -hmm. we're gonna be able to spend eternity with him and so it's such an exciting thing to look at and say you know my marriage is an example of the covenant that God is making with the church and it's so beautiful to get to um See that I think God shows us so many images of who He is, and He gets to say like, "I want you to see what I, how much I love you. I want to see how much I show up for you. I want to, I want you to know that I want to spend the rest of my life with you." Mm -hmm. And so it's just like such a gift. So I just wanted to share that snippet, but. I don't even know. Like question-wise, it's so freaking hard um, to think because there's so
1: much. To <laughs> yeah, ask. there's just different avenues.
0: Um, but like, probably I was gonna ask you, like, what has been your biggest challenge as a married person?
1: Yes, I can. I talked about that the other day to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I already talked about some sweet things, friendship, mm. and other things, sleepovers, just the newness of everything. Um. I would definitely say um, there are two parts to it. Go for it. Communication like any person says is like it's so important not just communication with like things that are big but man they build mm-hmm. like there are times like i think literally yesterday i was sitting on the couch and there are just a few things that he said that rubbed me the wrong way and so later on when he was trying to tell me something i just was like well let me tell you something yeah i didn't like when he said this and this and this and he was like she you would have just told me that. Yeah. <laughs> that would have made a lot of things probably smoother and you wouldn't try and be swallows be you wouldn't try to swallow such a big pill. Yeah. And I was just like forcing it down my throat. Yeah. But when I just need a little bit of water, I just needed to drink <laughs> it, you know, yeah. like and realize that it's okay to take things too. Um I think something that's really important Nas and I talk about a lot is the power of our words. Mm-hmm. Um and so with that you know, actions speak louder than words, and there's all those things, so yeah. actions are also very important, um, mm-hmm. but God talks about how our, what comes out of our mouth um, comes from the heart, mm-hmm. and that's something not to take lightly, so you can't like, once you say it, you can't really take it back, just kidding yeah. doesn't really work in marriage, you yeah. can't be like, um, why didn't you pick up the dishes, or, or fold the laundry or something, and it's like, I mean, just kidding, because I love you anyway. It's like, no, mm. it's the things that we say and how we say them is everything. So, um, along with communication, power of our words, I would also say expectations is really big. So in our premarital counseling, we had great um, person who talked to us, counselor, pastor, and he was wonderful. And we did this thing called Simbus, saving yourself or saving marriage saving your marriage before it starts symbus wow. and so we went through it and it talked about expectations a lot of things money all any category you name it sex was in there just things so that way when you get to marriage you're not like whoa yeah. what am i doing yeah. so one of them was expectations of like who does things around the house who does who does what but there are a few things on there that um you kind of figure out for yourself as yeah. you go into marriage and sometimes we have to admit to ourselves like oh wow I think I had an expectation for something to happen this way tonight like I expected you to walk through the door give me a, a kiss because you saw I was making dinner be so thankful that I was yeah. take a shower we can come talk about our day Then instead he's like gives me a kiss and he's like I'm really tired I'm gonna go take a nap and I'm like you know, my expectation for it was like, well, why didn't it happen this way? And then you get in your head about it, and then now you're just festering up these mm. groups of thoughts. When sometimes we need to let our expectations down, or, and remember, love is a choice. So, yeah. remembering to put ourselves in their shoes, talk to them, see what life is like, and just be like, oh, you need to take a nap go take that 15 minutes knowing that what they're thinking too, his like having his best interest in mind he's probably saying to himself i don't want to give her the worst of me Mm. i just had a long day this is not my best i want to give her my best so i'm gonna go take 15 minutes shower groom up you know just feel better about myself put on some cozy clothes and then when i come back out boom that's yeah. when you get another best of me. I'm refreshed. I'm recharged. Sometimes we need to give our spouses that as well. And learning that Austin, he is more introverted than I am. I, Austin asked me the other day, he said, do you ever get tired? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I, I don't think I, I get tired. I, I'm tired like midday, sometimes like 2.40. I'll be tired. It's (laughs) very specific. specific, Mainly because that was like from third period to fourth period. Okay. When I was in high school and I was like, I would always go into the fourth period being like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. (laughs) But mainly that I'm so extroverted that I get energy from other people and I could just go too long. (laughs) And then I hit the, hit the hay at the end of the night and I get a nice sleep and then (laughs) I do it all over again. And then obviously Sabbathing. So that's really important. Another topic for another time. (laughs) But, um, something that he had mentioned was just like, we recharge differently. And Mm. sometimes we, he needs things and I need to be okay with what he needs because he needs that. And if I try and strip him from that, I'm stripping who he is And then I don't have the best version of Austin I can get and the one that I would get out of marriage. So That's good stuff, Nicole,
0: (laughs) preaching over here. Okay. And then um, my other question to you was going to be, what is your advice to newlyweds? And like, I mean, I don't know if that was like what you just said was advice or if you have something different, but what would you say to someone who just got married or is about to get married? What would be your biggest advice to them?
1: Yeah. Um, my biggest advice to newlyweds, someone who's about to get married, two different things. So I'm going to start with someone who's about to get married. You're engaged, you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, you're married. That's awesome. I can't wait to do that. Um, One thing I would say to start would be, um, are you sure this is the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with? (laughs) Just hit her with that question. Hit him with that (laughs) doubt. Um, not that I'm coming from a place where I'm like, I regret it (laughs) because I don't, that's not what I'm trying to say at all. It's just like, don't force yourself. Like being married, especially like I'm, I am 20 years old. I'm not even like legal to drink in the United States. Like not that I really want to, but it's like there, that's a big decision and divorce Mm -hmm. is not an easy process. And the last thing you want to do is feel like you rushed into something or hopefully not even an option. Yeah, exactly. Divorce is, divorce is not an option. Um, I mean, but the thing is, it's like divorce is an option. It's very real. People are like, it is real. If you surround yourself with friends who are like just, dump them, like, you'll start contemplating it, so you have to go into marriage being, like, I'm set on a foundation, Um, there's nothing, like, there's enemy, the enemy is out there, he's real, he has, like, there are doubts, like, he will try and throw in your mind, tell you lies, all those things, but if you're rooted in the Lord, and you know, it's kind of one of those things, it's like, I had um, someone from church who's older than me, and She's so sweet. Probably just celebrated about 25 years of marriage, 30 years of marriage. Wow. And she said, she was like, you just knew, didn't you? Aww. When you know, you know. And I was like, thank you, because it's true. Like, I did. I n- really knew that this was the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. But if you're hesitant, ooh, don't plan. Don't book that money yet for that venue. Don't get your dress yet. Go to some pre premarital counseling and work out some roots. Maybe it's just fear. Maybe mm. it's just doubt. But get that fear out because it's not gonna get married when it's not gonna get better when you get married. Yeah. Period. It's not gonna marriage doesn't solve things. If anything, it exasperates them. Yeah. Like it gets it bigger and in your face. And people say the same thing with kids is if you're in marriage and you think that kids are gonna help your relationship <laughs> and you're like super rocky. It's not like it's only going to bring them out to the light and manifest it more, those problems. So being really okay with who you are, knowing your identity, your relationship with Christ, sorting out some things. It's like, those are really important. So that might seem heavy, but if you're like, Nicole, yes, I'm totally fine. I, I love that. I know I, you know, you said when you know, you know, and I know, then take time to go to premarital counseling first. Really mm. see what you can do to work on yourself. Spend time with the Lord. Don't stop going to church. And don't let wedding planning control your life. Like, let yourself breathe. Know it's a season. I planned a wedding with my mom. We had a coordinator, but we planned the wedding. Yeah. We did it all. Literally, that happens all the time. You and, get a coordinator and then you oh, make a yeah. planning, And it. then you plan it. Um, and a lot of things that we did is I look back and I'm like, yeah, in five years I might want to wish I did everything different. But it's your day. Do it how you want to have your day. How if you've dreamed of it a certain way, include your spouse. They're gonna want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, ask them how much they want to know. Do you want to be involved in picking out the candles? Do you want to be involved in picking out this? Um, I offered Austin. I said, "Do you want? Do you want this?" And then if you are a wife and or a future wife, fiance, um, as a woman and you are. You're doing all the planning. Tell your men what they need. Like, mm-hmm. tell them what they need to do and stay on top of them for that. Don't give them a lot. Just be like, pick out this suit. Tell me what suit. Make sure all the guys have matching shoes and ties. And don't forget your groomsmen gifts. Yeah. Make sure that they do those things that they need to do. Obviously, it's probably a little bit more. And if they want to be really involved in planning, then let them. But then even better. Oh yeah, there there are times it's great, but anything with two heads. Is a monster, so it can be. That's a good analogy. That's what Pastor Robert Moore says. Anything too has is a monster. So, don't get crazy. Just do you, and remember that it's great to have all the details and all the things. But at the end of the day, you're walking down the aisle, and you're just gonna wish that you know you didn't stress so much. So don't stress. Pray about it. Hand that burden over to the Lord because. Even though it's gonna be the best day of your life, it's definitely a burden. And also pray about your day. Oh wow. Pray about your day because I actually did not have the best wedding day, despite mm-hmm. what most people think I actually had miracle happen on my wedding day. What happened? I yes. Don't know. So and this is a whole nother story. So Buckle up your seatbelt. <laughs> um, We're ready for the ride. Yes. Um, we will get back to best piece that of everyone. advice for married people in just a sec. I kind of talked about, like, my little snippets of things that I I would say for me. But my wedding day was amazing, rough, and then amazing again. So I... Um, first want to start off by clarifying that if you don't believe that we are fighting not against flesh and blood but of um principalities and darkness and members of the unseen world then that's something that you need to really believe before you hear this because it was tough
0: for me oh gosh
1: nicole i know and i'm getting heavy because the thing is is like it was it was pretty hard and i think that When I was in the moment, I was trying to be, like, all lighthearted about it. (laughs) But it was really tough for me, so I'll just get right into it. So my wedding venue was about 30 minutes away from my home and just a cute little barn and loved it. And I had about two 20-ish people at our wedding. So it was a bigger wedding. It was really sweet. Fortunately, COVID, all those things worked out. My mom and I planned it really, really well. It was beautiful. I loved every moment, everything. It was wonderful. So get to our wedding day, we start unloading makeup, hair, all those things and getting ready and, um, feeling great. Uh, then, uh, all the girls go downstairs and I put on my dress. My mom's with me and with the photographer taking some photos and I put on my dress and I feel like I can't breathe. And it's not that my dress is too tight. I just, I started having like panic attack. I was like, "What's happening to me right now?" I said, "Mom, I really don't feel so good." Um, I, I said, "I don't know. Like, I feel like headed. I feel like I could throw up, oh, wow. actually." And so she's like, "Well, let's get you out of this dress. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want to throw up in our beautiful dress." Um, and it really started getting to me. I was like, "What if I throw up going down the aisle?" And um, you know, I look. I feel like I look beautiful right now. I just don't know why this is happening. I was supposed to have my first look with my dad. At wow. this time. And my dad is my biggest supporter, along with my mom. But like I you're a daddy's girl. It's I'm a daddy's girl in the sense that like I I look like him. There I talk like him sometimes. Um, and it was just really tough for me um to look at my dad on my wedding day. Um, I'm in my dress, but it's like halfway zipped down, so I can breathe a little bit better. And he sees me and he's like, You look gorgeous, and I'm like, i know what's happening to me like Mm. i want to get married he's like do you want to get married i'm like i want to get married i really do but i'm feel like i could throw up like i i don't know what's happening right now this happens for two and a half hours so i'm take off my i take off my dress i know it's so awful i take off my dress i'm like laying down i get chills i'm shivering my sisters come up and they're comforting me and i'm supposed to be like taking pictures right now austin and i were traditional and we weren't doing a first look so austin has no idea they just know like oh, be praying for nicole she's not feeling well so they're all like praying and stuff and being the best well (laughs) i'm over here and i'm just like jesus this is supposed to be my wedding day. Like Mm -hmm. this is supposed to be the best day of my life. Like I'm about to get married and I'm going to go have an amazing wedding, rest of the wedding reception and wedding night. And like, I can't be sick. (laughs) And, and, uh, and so fast forward, we're going through, um, you know, people are praying over me. I've never gotten so much prayer in a short period of time in my life. Everyone's, like, laying hands on me. I'm like, Lord, help me. <laughs> um, and they're, like, asking me what's wrong and how I feel and all these things. And I'm just so overwhelmed. I go outside. I take a walk. I'm sitting outside, all these things. I go back inside, and another 30 minutes go by, and my it's 5.30. And my ceremony is at 6. my dad looks at me, and he says, we have to be ready in 15 minutes. And he said, do you want to postpone it another 30 minutes, which I don't think you should do, because granted, this past two and a half hours have been pretty bad, so I don't think the next 30 minutes are going to help, or do you want to put on your dress, do this thing, and go in 10 minutes? And I was like, okay, okay. And so I just like stood up, grabbed a hold of my fear and my doubt, and I was like halfway there. I was like, I took a hold of it. And that was the biggest thing is I just was like, I don't know what this is, but I, you have no authority over me anymore. Mm-hmm. Just like stood up, I'm doing this thing. And like, people were like shocked because I was like on the ground, like shivering, cold, my face went pale. Like, wow. I'm I'm not, i do not look good. I mean, I look great. I have my makeup professionally done, and my hair done, but like, they not look good. <laughs> and uh, not how you want to look on your wedding day. And so I took a hold of it. And before anything happened, I said, my I said to my dad I said I just need to go to the restroom really quickly so I went in this tiny little stall and um and I just I was like just sitting there and I'm like Lord I really need you like maybe I need to throw up like maybe this is it I'm gonna throw up and I'm gonna feel better yeah and my dad he yells and he's like Nicole like what do you need and I was just like I need Jesus and I, he's like, what? I was like, I need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I need, like, need Jesus and I need to just like feel better. But I said, I need Jesus. And I opened up the door and my dad was like, everything changed. You just looked like you had Jesus. Like wow. you really did. And I stood back out and like I went from this like mess of like feeling like she's going to throw up for two and a half hours. And, and just like trying all these things to like feel better. Essential oils and like yeah, all, all these different stuff. things. I was like prayer for forever hair dryer on me to like warm me up from my chills going outside taking a walk to like better and like walking like it was so hard every step was like a choice I was like okay I choose Jesus Jesus is gonna get me through okay this is it Put, put on some new lipstick I put on my dress my parents are there and I get ready I start walking my dad's like just one leg at a time just keep walking because in that two and a half hours, towards the very end, my dad was like, Do you wanna do this? I actually was like, No, like it's getting worse. Like I almost threw up on him right there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, My arm's numb, my arm's numb. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> and cool. he was like, It's your anxiety it's now you're getting anxiety over feeling sick, which is now it's just a whole nother thing. So you just need to take hold of it. And that was before I went in the restroom. But I just started taking one step at a time. I got my flowers. I was ready. I got d- driven on a golf cart right in front. And then I just was like, this is it. And Satan, you can't take this away from me. And, and so I, I stood up. I'm like over there. And my dad looked at me. And he was like, all right, I was strong for you. Now you have to be strong for me. And I was like about to lose it. And I was like, OK. And so we had this beautiful ceremony. I down the aisle. It was the best 30 minutes, 20 minutes of my life. Of just like that moment, he just healed me like so clearly. Not only that though, but if this doesn't talk about Satan and how he's a snake and how he tries to steal things from me, this is not the first time that Satan tried to steal my joy on birthdays a few times I've had it where I've gotten sick and like mm. he just doesn't want you to be happy like it yeah. is steal steal kill and destroy for a reason and he tried to steal my joy and so he came for you oh he did like so, he literally tried so to so much so and not only that like when I say like he literally tried to take me out we got married on this little like island next to the barn so we like walked over like this bridge and it was covered with trees and stuff so we're getting married and people said that um during the middle of the ceremony <laughs> um we're like you know looking at each other all these things i think it was very vows and a water moccasin slithered up behind us what is and it? was like, like is that a, it's snake? a type of snake and it slithered up behind us like and we it wasn't like close to us but it like came up on the shore and was like pretty close next to us like and we had like our little arbor thing behind it and you couldn't see in our photos but there was a snake that came up like right up to our shore and uh, a few weeks before and that, that's the form he loves to take i know right i'm like yes. a snake of course and a few weeks before that awesome was playing disc golf and a snake a uh, water moccasin he like looked over because he like threw his disc close to like this ledge of a creek and like uh, 10 feet down was, like, off the cliff was, like, this little river, and he said a snake, like, was on this log and locked eyes with him three weeks before the wedding, and they were just staring at each other, this water sin in Austin, and he was, like, it was the weirdest thing I've ever felt. I, it was, like, such spiritual darkness in a time, like, um. I had no idea what was going on. I just walked away. I was, like, take that scene, just, like, nope, I'm done with this and like unlocked eyes and like walked away but if that's not like a testament to how sneaky Satan is, he's just like he's there and he comes in inches and he'll slide up on in there and he'll try and steal things from you, big things, little things, anything. He just if you give him an open door, he will. So that's definitely when I said like pray about your day. Like not like that you pray that what happened to me doesn't happen to you (laughs) but just like pray about your day, pray for your peace, pray for your mind, for your health, like, just things like that, just, like, thank God for your health, for your mind as well, it's, mm-hmm. so, like, s- that's a place to start, I just want to share that, I just no, felt thank like, you for sharing that was, it. like, a miracle on my wedding day, and, like, my sisters, my brother-in-law, he was, like, I, I, thought this is it like she's not gonna get married today (laughs) everyone was like i really hope it goes well they almost moved the wedding inside to the barn so i i wouldn't have to walk so far (laughs) oh my goodness yeah and so they definitely it was a miracle that's it was jesus
0: i mean the perfect example of the fact like how the enemy reacts is literally Job. like literally Job. like he is the perfect example of like how he can literally take everything from us and can like, you know, like we obviously have Jesus, but he's going to try and kill and destroy. And like, he knows like how your marriage is a kingdom marriage. It's you guys are like leading people towards Jesus. You're, you're doing stuff like this where you're like, you're like, okay, God is everything, all this stuff. And Satan's like, they're going to take some Mm. people away from me Mm. and I got to stop it.
1: Yeah. And he tried everything and God was just like, I've already won this yeah I've already won this sorry
0: that's one (laughs) of my favorite sayings is like which I literally want to get a tattoo on my body is like you are my champion Mm. because that song is so true like God is our champion in that moment you said all I need is Jesus like I need you to take Mm -hmm. I need this battle to be like you need to win this battle Jesus because I can't do it on myself and in that moment the second you you said Jesus I need you Mm -hmm. he was like all right armor up let's go yeah like battle on like I'm gonna win this battle for you because that's a that's how good of a father I am
1: yeah and what's really funny too is like it was a two-step process I had to to take a hold of what was keeping me captive and I was like Jesus I need you Jesus I need you right now and like just calling on his name but also doing my part with Jesus and partnering with Mm him like it all makes sense it's like we have to do our part as followers of Christ, not to just be like, Jesus, help me. I need you right now. He's like, no, like, take a hold of that fear. It has no authority on you. And say it in Jesus' name. Yeah, so. that's good stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my so goodness. Good.
1: Nicole! Thank you for sharing of that. Of course. I was like, where else am I going to talk about it? I <laughs> need to talk about it right now. While it's fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I mean, you're welcome to share whatever else you want, or we can just... Into here, whatever you want to do.
1: Yeah, my little advice, ending Mm -hmm. off anything, I guess I would say, is just stay rooted stay grounded know that it's okay to not have it all together something my sister told me that I shared is um we're a work in progress Mm -hmm. and that is okay and something her husband says my brother in law is if we're not growing we're dying and I know a lot of other people say that but he really speaks it into me and he says like growing means stretching and stretching is hard Mm -hmm. so sometimes it means having those hard conversations with yourself with others to be able to get to the place where you want um it's hard work and being able to just be honest with yourself honest with god god wakes up every when we wake up every morning he's already like i love you Mm. i'm pleased with you that's something Press, pastor Preston morrison said at gateway church and a message was i'm already he's already pleased with you <laughs> he yeah. wakes up and he's like i am so excited that you're here <laughs> thank mm. you for just being alive and he he's not like waiting for us to do anything more or less he's just wants us to be present in something in the maverick city um song Jaira is God, I love that song. is that if we're he's He already loves us more, like, there's nothing more that he could do for, like, that we could love him more or less, like, or that he could love us more or less. He loves us so much right now. Mm -hmm. And so, with all that being said, I just hope that you feel encouraged by today and that everyone who's listening can just know that, like, this is real life. There's nothing hidden about it and as transparent as we are that, um that, like, we go through things as well. It's like, like, yeah. like Dory always says is that we're ordinary people <laughs> and we have an ordinary life and it's just such a blessing to be able to, like, hook arms with other people in godly community um, and talk about it. And so one of the biggest things is, like, you know we're saved by the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony. So like, if you have a story too, like go out and share it, whether that's on social media or with your friends. Don't hide your light, mm-hmm. um, and don't be silent about it, because that's exactly what the enemy wants you to do. So thank you so much, Dory, for having me here, and it was just such a blessing. I mean, any time I get to talk to you is a great one. So mm, you're so, so, so thankful. Kind. We
0: love, you. love I'm so you. thankful that you, I love you so much. <laughs> um, but just thank you for sharing your heart. Thank mm-hmm. you for being transparent with us and sharing like what God is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we, like, your story has impacted me, and I know that it'll impact those who listen, so Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to see, um, all right, guys, thank you guys so much for listening, I hope this, that you guys felt encouraged, Mm -hmm. and, um, I'm gonna link her, like, social media down there in the bio, so you guys can, like, go check her out, they're so encouraging, the most adorable couple ever, um, and also just, you know, if you guys have any questions for me, or even her, Nicole's amazing, reach out, She loves really well. Um, So thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys on the next episode of Tell It All.